Live from the USA, helping you get paid every day. This is the boss of Bitcoin, the Cristo of crypto. It's your boy, BK. And if you don't like me, you must not like money. Today, uh, September 26th, I have uh, an amazing uh, episode uh, for the Cryptoverse. Um, I was able to interview Julian Haas, the CEO of 10X Pay, uh, one of the most valuable products and platforms uh, for the crypto community. Um, we spoke a lot uh, with regards to fintech, innovation, adoption, his company, his token, how he makes money, the industry, uh, and the future of uh, blockchain uh, protocol. So it's, it was really amazing. Um, and then a little bit about the charts too. So without further ado, you know, uh, thank you again, Julian, for taking the time to talk to me and my community. Uh, you will see this video will resonate very, very, very well uh, with the viewers. Uh, thank you for taking the time. I realize you're a busy man. Um, and again, I appreciate the opportunity to talk to you. Um, so without further ado, your featured presentation. Tokens, because there's a limited supply, we basically have to buy them 
exchange and then you get people as a obviously they're the creating actual demand in the market right. and so there's some benefit um, and then the reason we're not using any other token but we created the next pay token is because additionally we can share certain rewards uh, we can share certain bonuses with the token holders sometimes in irregular periods and sometimes more regular periods the way we feel from a company standpoint it makes sense to reward our token holders good deal man um, when, when we start to look at the business model guys have uh, this this was a question you know after I evaluated it uh, one, one, one that I wanted to clarify for our listeners uh, who are your uh, competitors in the space and who are your partners in the space and and you know especially since we're almost creating a new industry how do you see that 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 line coming together um September 18th, um, there is no other competitor live that has a multi-currency debit card payment system live. Um, so at, uh, at obviously, I hope other companies will come because that will just raise the standard. But at the moment, I think the biggest competitors that I see are probably companies we're working with already. Um, I think, um, I mean, there's companies in the UK who are interested in doing this. Uh, company called Revolut, right? To me, these are companies that I really look for because these guys have done a fantastic job in the traditional fiat money. So if these companies kind of move into the crypto world, I think they are going to be the companies that I'm going to look for and that I'm going to look for. How is their UX done? Um, how is their entire partnership model done? How is their business development model done? Uh, I'm not so much worried about companies out of the crypto ecosystem just because most of these companies are... They don't have a proper team. They don't have enough experience. Um, they don't. They're, they're struggling with totally different things. Right. Um, I think the companies that have solved a lot of things in the past years, they might be the interesting ones to be Nice. When you when you look at the MTOs, the multi tender loyalty uh, programs out there, do you see anything uh, being able to be incorporated into 10x in the future? Kind of like as you switch from tender to tender to tender. You know, have different products for different platforms or different, you know, partnerships that you might have. I mean, you bring up a really interesting point, and this interesting point being that I think what we're going to see more and more is the tokenization of literally any asset or any any product or loyalty scheme. So we see Burger King, for example, having these so-called Waffle Points. And that's interesting because you ask yourself why would you tokenize a loyalty program of Burger King? And the reason why you would tokenize it is because of what you mentioned interoperability between these coins and tokens. We have been approached by many large companies who have a loyalty program who are like, hey, could we onboard our loyalty program onto your platform, into your system? Exactly. And there are a lot of potential partnerships possible. And uh, I. surprises I think for other people in that regard in the next couple of months and, and one or two years. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that was actually uh, a job I, I came from previously. That's all I looked at. Uh, with yeah. credit card products and retail, right? Is this yeah. you know, uh, engagement, attrition, um, you know, and, and the MTL and really driving everything to digital. So the fact that you're already set up there, you know, in the crypto yeah. space is almost 
just to poll the audience to see what was important to them with this time we had with you. Um, so one of the questions we had was, how do you view the impacts of government and legislation in the crypto community? So, and I think many people are looking at China right now and are asking themselves, how does China affect all this? Um, I think it's going to affect it way less than people are kind of reacting right now. And I think um, people are totally overreacting in a negative sense. And probably looking back in three or six months, people will be like, whoa, you know, why wasn't it the time that I bought um, into the market and kind of believed in the market? Um, what I, I, I'm a big proponent of regulation. And maybe I'm on the minority here in the blockchain ecosystem because I'm really someone who says, you know, regulation can be very good. If there's a line in the sand, you know what's white and what's black. And you can really focus on both. And it's going to give you as a company this opportunity to really focus on what you want to do. So re most regulations so far have been really, really good. Um, the Chinese one at the moment, which is a lot up in the air. Right? You don't know exactly what you really want to do. There's a lot of speculation that the cryptocurrencies will be totally outlawed. It's something I totally don't believe. I think it's just about China trying to draw that line in the sand and struggling a bit on where is this line going to be. Right. Um, every other government right now has been very, very good with this. They have had some advisories to warn from risky kind of things. Um, so I think that's fair. I mean, for, for us, we've had a really good relationship with most regulators. Um, for example, China doesn't affect tenants one little bit. Um, it affects our token price right now, but not because of the value of the token, right. just because there's motions in the market that are short-term. Long-term, nothing has changed. Yeah. I think that's always really important to understand. You know, that's one of the things I, I try to teach in, in the charts. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. But I saw you guys set up um, as a huge breakout, consolidation, uh, right down to Fibonacci levels. Um, and before this last little, you know, drop, you know, you are still poised to have a very, very good run. It's not this, It's not broken. And what you mentioned is essentially this is just emotion. It's sentiment, you know, which does not have longevity in the market, it's just a sporadic spasm, so to speak, and then, you know, the trend continues on, on to what was uh, expected in the first place, you know. So um, with that being said, one of the things I see, even in this chat room, it's uh, underscore crypto trader, right? So uh, can you speak to, you know, your experience in charts and trading and, you know, any advice you might be able to give somebody that's brand new, you know, with a uh, crypto trade? So I'm not the best technical trader out there, right? And I'm sure you're 10 times better than me as a technical trader. <laughs> uh, one thing that I have learned is, and I'm, I'm, I come way much from a value perspective, right? And yes. in crypto, it's very difficult to do some proper value investing, but at least I try to do it. So what I have seen is if you manage to combine both, so you look at it from a value perspective and you look at it from an actual momentum, Kind of technical perspective, you can align a lot of the stars in the right way, and you can have you can get the odds of making a good profit really, really, um, yeah, positively. And so, I think at the moment, with a lot, a lot of coins and a lot, a lot of companies, if you look at the right product and you look at the right team and you look at the right fundamentals, plus you add the charts and the trading to it, mm -hmm. I think there's huge profits to be made in the next weeks. Oh, yeah. 
and that's that's one thing I wanted to touch on. Uh, and, and looking at some of the videos you put out with, you know, just showcasing your team and the values and the culture, you know, you're building uh, over at 10X. Can you speak to that a little bit, and you know, some of the benefit you see that plan in the future as well? I mean, so for us, it's been literally every Monday we sit down and we have like a management meeting, and it's always around two hours. And we always sit down, and one of the questions we ask ourselves is. Would we have done what we did last week had we no token? So basically, we always try to kind of think long term. We always try to, to accept that maybe in the short term, we might sacrifice certain things, but in the long run, we're always going to outpace everyone. And I think this is a really interesting question because Warren Buffett always asks, would you be willing to invest into a, a company if that company stopped trading for a certain time, right? And I think as a trader, this is the same really important question. Because you need to ask yourself, am I willing, like let's say I have a one week horizon or one hour horizon or a one day horizon, right? Am I willing to accept that the market is not going to give me a price for the next hour or for the next day or for the next week or for the next month or for the next year? And I think if I can accept that for a certain period of time, it's not going to make me nervous because I'm quite confident in the direction that I want to go. So we really kind of look for creating value to the token, and we believe that in the long run, the price of the token will always adjust to the value of the token. Um, sometimes maybe on an hourly basis, it might move off a bit, but in the long run, I think it will always, always um, move towards that. And um, I think if as a trader, you understand that, and you can run with a company, you're going to be super successful in that. Absolutely. And you guys, you know, um, I, put, I put a list together called uh, the Profit Package. This was like the first you know, assortment of coins, kind of just my three months in, you know, what I saw the market uh, bring into. And that's when I actually came across the video of the guy buying the Starbucks with the, with the yeah. dash, dash coat. And I uh, put you guys as number 10. And this was back, this was back almost two months ago. And since then, it's been nothing but amazing news. And I think, you know, the, the product you guys have and, and the fact that, again, you're set up where everyone is coming. Um, you know, it's really incredible, and I think this is almost a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for the listeners and the audience, you know, to get invested and involved on the ground floor with a major uh, game-changer, so to speak. Thank you. That's really nice of you. I, I think I want to point out one really important thing. I think at the moment, everyone is focused on this debit card and making cryptocurrency spendable, and many companies out there, all they're looking to is how to, how to use this debit card and make cryptocurrency spendable. I think what most companies and most people maybe not understand is that for 10x, we have such a bigger vision. We're looking so far, for, like so many steps ahead. What we ask ourselves, okay, so how can we get rid of the debit card? How can we add so many other different kind of payment streams and, 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 and options? And I think that's where the true value comes in, right? And I think that's where a lot, a lot of people who make certain calculations and kind of try to value certain things, their limit and their focus is so narrow and they don't see so many of the other, of the other options that are coming in there. Partnerships, uh, payment models, and so on, and, and, and transaction volumes, right? It's, it's. I mean, yeah, there's huge, huge, huge uh, potential opportunity there. Nice. Um, one of the, one of the uh, questions we had from the Twitter community, you know, Twitter, they're kind of creative over there. Uh, can you speak or comment um, on the Simpsons Easter egg? Was that a surprise? And are you making a cameo next season? You know, as a, as a guest appearance. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, that was a total surprise. Um, yeah, I think it was a it was a fun uh, gag and uh, more a, a, a fun uh, little thing. Uh, not sure if there's going to be some continuation of that, but I thought it was uh, hilarious. And uh, yeah, uh, I'll leave it at that. That's cool. That's cool. And then, um, what's your vision uh, for the future of crypto as you see these different and, and like you said, playing two three steps ahead. This is what. You know, I say on my channel every day, uh, Wayne Gretzky said he was great because he didn't play where the hockey puck was, he played where the puck was going. And, yeah. you know, and, and, and having you pick, you know, on this short list that we have for a trading challenge, I said this is down right now, but, you know, we're playing ahead of the curve. Uh, so where do you see, you know, the crypto crypto community going uh, insofar as, you know, like you mentioned, the governance, uh, you have uh, centralization, you have privacy. You know, you have peer-to-peer, -peer, uh, commercial, uh, all these different major forces, you know, kind of kind of influencing and pushing uh, one way or the other. What do you think of the, the, the ground will look like three years from now? Okay, so, okay, three years. I don't think in three years we have such a huge change yet. Um, I, think, I think we're still going to be working on mass adoption. We're still going to be having these fights between central governments and public blockchains and how to kind of marry and, and kind of get them together. Um, I think we're going to see the start of companies doing their own blockchains and actually starting doing their own currency coins, if you want to call it. Um, in, the, in the next three years, I think we're going to see the first one starting. Um, I think in three years, we are still going to be dependent heavily on a traditional fiat system. So that means we're still going to be dependent heavily on a debit card system to pay or or QR codes, depending on the country, depending on the region. Um, I think in three years, that's still going to be paid. Um, User-wise, I mean, at the moment, let's say we are around 100 million, uh, 10 million um, cryptocurrency kind of users in the, in the entire world. Probably in three years, we're going to be, if we say we double every year, and I think that's quite realistic, so it would be 20, 40, 80, so we'd be around 80 million users in three years. That's good, but it's still not where I think need to have a real massive breakthrough. Yeah. With 80 million, we can be, we can do quite some damage, but it's not, it's not big enough yet. Uh, I think massive networking effects come in when we hit 100, 200 million users. Mm -hmm. That's when what happens is, just like let's say 20 years ago, you would go to them and say, hey, can I send you an email? The other person would say, I don't have an email address. Right. What the hell is an email? We are not at that level of crypto yet where we could say, okay, hey, oh man, bank transfer, you know what, can I not send you some XYZ coin? And the other person is like, oh dude, send me, send me a freaking bank transfer, you know? But I think in two or three years, we might be able to start hearing this for the first time. So that's what I see, let's say, in three years. And that's kind of what we want to do. So we prepare ourselves for maybe five to seven years, because in five to seven years, I think that's definitely what we're going to see a major shift. And we're going to see the shift from having these network effects. Uh, people expecting you to have an email address, so having your cryptocurrency address. Um, countries actually having a parallel system of fiat and a crypto coin. Um, I think that's going to be massively there in the next five or seven years. So I think that's where a big tipping point happens. So if we talk about years, we're 2017 right now. So I think 2000, let's say by 2025, I'm really confident that we are actually going to see massive, massive crypto adoption. Yeah, that's what that's what I was gonna ask. When do you see that flashpoint happening where, you know, uh, the rest the rest of society is more or less intrinsically drawn to crypto? 
Uh, but you said between 100, 2 million, 200 million users is kind of like yeah. the tipping point, more or less. I mean, you can just look, I mean, I think you can have very good examples uh, by just looking at social media. You know, when is a company, and you can look at Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and so on, when do these companies have such a massive networking effect mm-hmm. that literally your parents want to join this social media because they want to be where their kids are, right? And so that's when, and, and for most companies, this doesn't happen until you have triple digit millions. Right. And, and then you have these networking effects where it's not some niche where, yeah, a few freaks are in, but where it's like, okay, I need to be there because otherwise I don't know what my kids are doing or I don't know what my friends are doing, you know? And that's at the end of the day with any network and, and, and financial transactions, it's the same kind of thing. It's just not, it's not the exchange of like a picture, it's the exchange of value, right? And then suddenly you have this where people are like, okay, hey, can you please get an email address? And it's the same as, can you please get like, right, 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 right. a cryptocurrency yeah. address? Yeah, then it becomes almost a burden, right? Then it's yeah. got uh, the, the uh, you know, kind of the peer adoption that influences yeah. for you. Um, Correct. As, as a visionary, you know, I consider you to be one of probably the greatest visionaries in crypto. Um, how do you stay grounded on the day-to-day when your mind is already, as you mentioned, five to seven years ahead of we are, uh, ahead of where we're at right now. So, and that's a fantastic question. Um, I always look at, and actually seven years to me is not such a vision, right? I always think of where I'm gonna be 15, 20 years down the line. How could payments happen in 15 or 20 years? And we can talk about that. But I really kind of look as far as I can potentially see it. And I always try to push myself to be even crazier to be like, is there anything that I can think of that's crazy that could be beyond that, right? And then just add a couple of years and just add and add and add. And you're going to end up at some point where something you sit there and you're like, whoa, you know, like, what will be the next level? And if you can't come up with the next level, that's how far you can think at the moment. And maybe you talk to someone and you feel like, whoa, you know, I can suddenly add a new layer to that. And okay, so if I've been thinking down the line 15, 20 years, well, this must be coming in 20, 25 or 30 years, right? So that's kind of what you're thinking. So at the moment, I'm like, let's say at around 15 to 20 years. And then the, the question is, so you draw this line and you sit there and you're like, okay, so that's how it's going to be 15, 20 years. Right. What's my first step that I have to do? Right. And I always compare this with, uh, with a pilot flying a plane, let's say from Frankfurt to New York. He knows he needs to end up in New York. And so that's what he, what he knows. And so, but he doesn't care about the exact thing, what's happening over the Atlantic Ocean. Right. What this pilot's going to care about is how is he freaking going to get out of the Frankfurt airport? Because that's what, 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 what he actually cares about. He wants to know where he has to head up, and he needs to know how to get out of the airport because that's really what matters. And so you try to kind of work backwards, and you accept that there's a lot, a lot of blurry weather in between. You, 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 you know a little bit, but it's not so relevant, actually. You, you, can, you can adjust along the way. But the key is, what is going to be my next step to get there? And so here's a key answer. I don't want to fly eastward out of Frankfurt. I need to be flying westward because that's where New York lies, right? And I think just that simple kind of answer, the simple kind of philosophy, it helps you a lot already. So if you want, if you understand where, pay, where crypto payments or payments might be in 15 or 20 years, you might understand what you're working on right now and what you're not working on right now. And I think that's such a key concept, right? And so that's how what we at 10X constantly kind of reflect and think about on yeah, being a massive player, obviously in 15 or 20 years, but also now, and, and I think that's the key. That's awesome. That's incredible, man. Just what word would you use to describe uh, the 10X team? 
working on this vision that we have together. And we all understand where we want to end up, and we all understand where we are right now. And we kind of draw a line, and we're willing to accept that there's going to be uncertainty in between. But I think everyone is working on their little project right now that's part of this huge puzzle that hopefully in the next decade or two decades is going to go into this huge, huge kind of um, structure that at the end of the day is going to be really, really valuable. That's kind of what we're doing. That's incredible. One of the things I just, you know, thought about, you know, that almost had an epiphany is like, you're, uh, you know, amazingly uh, immersed in this business space, you know, as, as a prodigal uh, figure um, leading the charge in this innovation. But yet you can take time out, you know, to, to, to go on a live stream on Facebook. That's really when I was turned on to 10X was I was like, this guy, you know, and then I thought you were just a regular guy. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, no, that's actually the guy, you know. Um, how do you feel that's important, you know, for you to remain uh, immersed in the everyday person, you know, as opposed to just being a guy that walks on a stage once a year and delivers an annual speech? Well, I think it was Steve Jobs who said that, but I'm not 100% sure if that quote is a credit, can be a credit, maybe someone else said it. But I think the easiest way to predict the future is to create yourself. And so, if I have this vision of the next 20 years, the easiest way for me to be sure that I'm right is to really make sure on every single aspect, of every little piece that's part of this, I can influence and I can kind of inspire and I can have people kind of look the same way and, and, and see it the same way, right? So, to me, there's no point in only working on our company. I need to also make sure that there's enough people out there who kind of understand that. Right. So, um, you know, if let's say if Steve Jobs would have only been working on an iPhone, right. and that's all he cared about, right? right? Deliver and create the best iPhone in the world. And then he doesn't, he's not able to communicate to the people out there what's the value and, and where he sees that telecommunication, that internet usage, that networking, that music and all these things are going. No one's going to buy a freaking iPhone, right? And he's not going to, he, he might create the best product, but he's not going to change the world. And so I think it always takes both sides, right? And so that's why I do this. And that's why I love, that's why I give a lot of talks. That's why I do a lot of yeah. webinars. And that's why um, I'm, I'm writing a lot of things. And that's why I'm sharing a lot because I really believe it's, it's not going to help anyone. And, and I'm really talking about the crypto ecosystem, right? It's not going to help anyone if we all, and with we, I mean, there's a lot of great companies, a lot of scammy companies, but there's a lot of great companies out there. If we all work on this mission of creating a decentralized, trustless world, if we actually don't educate the public, because if we don't educate the public, we all have these great companies, great products, and no one's going to use us because people don't hear about us. And I think that's where it, it takes not only me, but it takes a lot of people who really see this as a mission for themselves to kind of yeah, touch a lot of people and kind of spread this word of cryptocurrencies and blockchain and decentralization. I think that's that's really essential. That's pretty. And so that's where, and that's where, and to close that circle, that's why I'm so thankful to you, right? And and that's why I'm I'm coming on on your channel, um, not because I'm so I'm so uh, I'm so honorable. Crap, no, it's because I think you're doing the exact same favor to this world, like really everyone else that makes people crypto fit. And that's why I use that hashtag crypto fit, right? Because I really want people become fit in crypto mm -hmm. and I think you know that's where it's a big thank you to you as well where I'm like hey wow this is really awesome right as long as people don't get scammy crappy information you know you're, you're, you're giving this world a service in all this and that's why I think it's fantastic right
that to work on this common kind of goal. Absolutely. You know, I think that's one of the opportunities we have and probably the biggest, you know, probably opportunity in our lifetime is to understand how this new world is being built, to come over early, you know, and to get the real estate that's available. Uh, because the rest of the world will, will soon be crossing over and, and we will welcome them with open arms. Uh, but a lot of that is that education piece you talked about. It. The community piece is huge, you know, and that's what I see. Uh, when you talk about Steve Jobs, that's immediately what came to mind is uh, you mentioned the iPod, but there was also the iTunes. You know, one had helped the other, and, and that's almost what I see with you. It was the hardware, you know, the, the, the physical card was the game changer, but then the software, the coding is what made it possible, and then the culture over the top of it, you know, is what is what makes it a legacy, you know? And, and I see all three of those, you know, with 10X, so it's pretty incredible. Thank you. Uh, again, for taking this time with us today. I know you're a busy man. I don't want to hold you up much longer. I just wanted to take a few moments, you know, and pick your brain about this stuff. And I know my community will most certainly appreciate it. Um, so thank, thank you. Thank you. Sorry for being late. Uh, yeah, sorry for oh, having been late. Uh, thanks so much for having me on. And uh, yeah, thanks so much for spreading that word together. I think that's, uh, yeah, it's great. So, hey, thank you. Good That's deal. cool. Thanks, man. Hey, have a really great week. Thanks so much, and definitely stay in touch. Good deal. Thank you. Talk to you later. Thanks. Bye-bye. So once again, I wanted to uh, extend a huge thank you to Dr. Haas and the 10X team for uh, providing us with so much incredible information and content. Uh, for this channel. One of the things we try to do is educate, empower, inform, and enlighten our community. And I think we were able to do that uh, with our time together. So, they, so again, thank you very much uh, for joining us on this channel. Everybody that's seeing this video right now, if you appreciate that content, you heard Dr. Haas. Hashtag it, CryptoFit. Share it anywhere, everywhere in the world. Facebook, Reddit, you know, Twitter, uh, Pinterest, Instagram. You know, let's spread the word. This is an amazing platform, you guys. It's uh, honestly one of my favorite uh, in all the crypto space. So, again, thank you uh, to the 10X team. Everybody else will be coming back, you know, in a few hours to do our 100-day trading challenge. We'll get two winners of the day. Uh, the question for this video right now, if you're watching this, you made it through the interview, your reward is you get a chance to win some Bitcoin, some cash money from the boy BK. So, our question uh, my question to you is what coin should 10x add to their list of compatible currencies right now I believe they have dash ethereum and Bitcoin what should be the next one comment me right now I'm gonna pick a winner in a couple hours and we're gonna keep this thing rolling we are on the money train and it ain't stopping no time soon right until we meet again stay cryptic y'all peace